Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Frame by Frame. This is episode number 14, I believe. Uh, no Seth today. He's going through some stuff. Not going through some stuff. He's got some things going on, and uh, he's not able to make it today. But that's okay, because we do have a guest. My, my boy Josh, welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you on. You look nervous like you don't know what to say. Oh, bro, I'm just no, excited, fun. you know? Like, yeah. obviously, I'm new. This is my second podcast, actually. You've done a podcast before? My own. But obviously, it's, the setup is insane that you have. You have your own? Not like I recorded one on um I forgot what it was called, but it was a free app, obviously. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I have. So this so is my first official. First official okay. podcast. I was gonna ask you if you've ever done like anything like this before, like any type of interviews or anything. You've done interviews before though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely. Playing basketball stuff, which we'll get to, which we'll get to. But um yeah, sorry for like a three week delay between episodes, y'all. We just kind of needed a break and had a lot going on, busy. But we're back, and we should be getting back into a more consistent weekly, hopefully, schedule or something of, something of that sort. And, um, yeah, thanks for all the listens on the last episode. That was our second most listened episode since we launched. So that's, that's awesome. So appreciate, appreciate everybody on that. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Where do you want to start? we got a lot to get to. So um, uh, Actually, I, you know what? I know where I want to start. Oh, yeah. Let's so go. we went to the Hawks game yesterday. And uh, we we rode the Marta, right? Right. And Marta is not safe at all, by the way. It's not. So it's not. they have like this yellow kind of like grid thing that says, hey, don't pass this line. It's basically a do right. not cross line. And But there's no guardrail to stop people from falling into that pit right. where, the, right. where the high voltage rail is that could kill you. Yeah. Don't you think <laughs> they should invest in some kind of like mechanical guardrail so people don't fall into there? Because I was yes. thinking about that, but <laughs> my my the the only thing that popped up in my brain when you said that is like, are these going to be blocking the doors? Is it only mm. at the parts where? Because like, how do you know where the train's going to be? Because whoever's yeah. driving is controlling it. I guess so. Would, so it, yeah. would it be blocking certain doors? Mm. Would they just do it at the parts where there's no opening? Maybe because then there's still an opening for where they fall out. Right, you true, true. But I, I don't know. To, to me, it just seems dangerous. But like, I don't know. It's just an easy way to like die. You know, because what I mean? you like remember no when we were going home, that lady said, "Yeah, she was like looking <laughs> over the edge." I was like, "Hey, don't do that." <laughs> it, crazy. And it did bring up. I was like, you know, if she fell, none of us could help her. Let's no. be honest. I mean, she's, she's maybe she's cooked. Could. Literally, she's fried on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little little saute, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But nah, I get what you're saying. Marta is not safe. Like I you remember the story I told you, I almost I felt like I was gonna get robbed. You know. Oh yeah, and they were turns out they were yeah. shooting a music video. Crackheads every day going to oh, yeah, State. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So that's hilarious, man. No. So I just wanted to bring that up because I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, Hey man, it'd be easy to fall in there. So Ooh. So we've got a bunch of stuff we can get into. Um some of the stuff is music related, some of it's NBA related. Um some of the stuff I'm saving for a future episode. But then there's a lot of stuff about you. So we, we got oh, basketball, man. we got relationship stories, Ooh. broken home, uh-huh. college stories, and music. So where do you want to start? I guess the easiest subject, I guess, uh, music. Okay. You, you want to start with music? Yes. Let's start Bet. with music. So I don't really have anything like specific written down yeah. for it. But who are your, who's, who's heavy in the rotation right now? Give me five. Right now. Right now. Five. Low Baby. Okay. New album? Of course. Old Baby. Mm-hmm. All Baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rock Baby. All of that. Interesting. <laughs> nah, but uh, Twenty One Savage Drake, obviously. Yeah, that's new heavy album. right now. You know, uh, Juice World. 
will always okay. be, which always. is interesting, right? Yeah. It's gone. Now, are you listening to Unreleased Juice World or are you listening to like all regular stuff? All of uh, it? Obviously, the released and then unreleased on Big On because it's newer, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not yeah. anybody is My putting me Don on. was saying that. He was like, okay. It, the, the new stuff gets old. You got to find a lot of the deep yeah. cuts on yeah. like SoundCloud. Is that yeah. where you go? Yeah. yeah. Don't tell people where to find it, though. No. <laughs> You got to gatekeep that. Yeah. But good. Um, I'm glad you know about that. So who else? Juice World. Ah, uh, fifth. I would say Uzi. Hmm. Uzi's. Now, old Uzi or new Uzi? It, the way I do it is like they have playlists where you shuffle between old and then okay. leave the news on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I just, I like playlists of Uzi, you know. But I think that's my top five. What's hmm. yours? Heavy right now, like you said, that Drake and 21 album. <sighs> We, we can talk about it a little more in depth in a minute. I really enjoyed it. So Drake's heavy right now and even went back to Honestly Nevermind and okay. found some stuff I enjoy on there. Because on okay. first listen initially, I was like, this ain't, this ain't my thing. But going back after listening down to uh, um, Her Loss, I was like, yeah, this is there's some good stuff on here. Yeah. So yeah, obviously that. Uh, Playboy Cardi. Um, I got really into Cardi like in the last year and a half probably. That surprises me. Does it? Yes. It surprises a lot of people when I tell them that. Because like I've known your taste. It was always Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you like some Kendrick, right? Oh, yeah. Kendrick's one of my, still exactly. probably my favorite rapper. Exactly. And Travis Scott, I like a lot. So let's say, uh, yeah, I, st- I listen to The Weeknd still, just not as heavy because his last album was at the beginning of the year, yeah. which is really good. Still one of the albums of the year, in my opinion. Okay. But he's still in rotation, just not as heavy as he was earlier this year. Um, I'm looking through my liked songs right now. <laughs> Schoolboy Q has gotten a lot of spin from wow. me lately. Um, which is which is interesting that's crazy but oxymoron his album that he released back and i think it was like 2014 is a classic i mean there are some bangers give me, on there give me give me one that you remember because i don't think i listened Off to that, that album. album yeah collard greens with kendrick goes crazy okay okay end of the year studio what they want oh like, okay that, so that, that was al- like, the album is hard bro okay. if you if you go back and listen to it you probably School really enjoy it. Um, i've gotten really into asap rocky recently too and like mac miller because of rihanna or just like going back and listen to like the cozy tapes and long live asap and at long last asap like his older albums like Mm -hmm. he was way ahead of the game in terms of like psychedelic trap before travis scott before future ever did it yeah but he was doing it early and you go back and listen to it's like damn this shit was underappreciated so that's actually was like it sounds it sounds like modern music like when uh, I go back. Travis still in ASAP's flow, his, yeah, the way it's he like raps. He, he kind of went on the arc that ASAP right. could have gone on had he continued to make music the way he has. But he didn't fall off or anything. No. It's just he he still makes some music, just not a ton. Yeah, but it, it sounds like modern stuff, even though it's from 2012 or 2013, Crazy. which is the cool stuff. Crazy. So that's what I've been spinning a lot recently, it mixed in with a bunch of other artists too. But that's interesting. I didn't see a Schoolboy Q. I'm not yeah. gonna lie and say like, oh, schoolbook you. No, right, right. I, I'm, I'm a. Am I? What's your top three ever? 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 Just artists in general. Your favorite? Man, top three favorites. That's there's so many. It's hard to narrow it down to three. But I got to put the weekend in there. And okay, I, make it five. So you five. Can, okay. All right. Um. So of course the weekend. Gotta have Travis in there. I love Travis Scott. Wow. Okay. Gotta I'm have Kendrick it. in there. I'm with it. A huge Kendrick fan. Um. Some of my favorite music is old school music, like Illmatic by Nas. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow Mob okay. Deep, The Infinite, one of the best rap albums of all time. Dude, over COVID, I got so into music and hip hop and rap that like it became a part of my like personality. 
which is hilarious. That's so dope. Because we had no time. Like we, I, you had to get into stuff right. to like keep yourself sane and and busy. But anyways, um, those aren't two of my favorites ever though. Not in the top five at least. So I got Kendrick, The Weeknd. Uh, who else did I say? Oh, Travis. Uh, and I, I'd probably put Drake in there just because he has so many hits that have been classics for years. That you gotta, I gotta have him in there. You gotta give him respect, man. Yeah. <laughs> so to. my fifth. That's tough, man. I'm a big Kid Cudi fan, but I don't think he's wow. I don't think he's gotten into the top five ever. I'm a big Cardi fan, but I don't even then I don't think he's cracked the top five. Maybe he has by now. I'm a Cardi? I'm a Ju- I'm a I'm a big Juice World fan too, but not like not I don't super. like everything. You right. know what I mean? Not with you. So with you. Kanye West. I hate to say it, but Kanye is one of my all time favorites, bro. And I can't believe I. I, I blanked on him because of everything surrounding him recently. Exactly. But his music is just some of my favorites ever. So he's, I'd say he's above Travis. So yeah. it's probably it's probably the weekend, then Kanye, and then the other three. Wow. How about you? Give me your top five. Ah, number one, Juice <laughs> World. Okay. That's just through COVID, like you said. I got really into Juice World. I got really into, and that was like a sad year for me, because mm. of basketball, because all that, which we'll, we will get into. Yeah, which we'll get into. But Juice World. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Wow. I love that pick. I like Michael Jackson Jackson too. Um I hate to do it, man. I'm gonna go Drake three, bro. You have to Drake. He's been consistent over the years. And I'm gonna say this one's gonna throw people off. Okay. Chris Breezy, bro. Chris Brown? In the top five. Okay. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like Bro, he's been making it since sixteen, bro. And he's got classics after classics. You know, it is what it is. Chris you got to give him his respect. Um, and then five, probably, I'm going to say J. Cole. Mm, interesting. I, I'm a, I love Kendrick, obviously, and I love J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And I hate that you that they do the verses yeah, of the goats yeah, of the generation, yeah. whatever. Because comparison is the thief of joy. If we, I wish people would just enjoy it and not try to like compare everybody. Put down you can do the same thing with like basketball players and everything. Put, Put down, down a shirt. shirt. That's a hard quote. Mm. Say it again. Say you. You remember it? Uh, yeah, but it's a quote I stole. Oh, like, it's, a, it's a it's a common phrase. Comparison is the thief of joy. I've never Th- heard that. Never, never. Well, there you go. You learn. You hear something new. You learn something Ooh. new every day, right? But yeah, take that one. Five. Take that one with you. Okay, that's I respect that top five. Dope. That's good. Uh, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Oh my! God. Don't do that. Oh God! Or give me give me three. I love Billie Jean. Love Billie Jean. Classic. I love Thriller. Mm. It's just it taps into the right emotions yeah yeah um and then rock with you okay nice. uh, not that jump. <laughs> yeah i, I would have it. billy jean in my top three michael jackson songs as okay. well what, um two. i don't know if you count this but jackson five when he was younger yeah i love uh who's loving you really love that song Ooh. and then probably beat it i love beat it it's a good song god he has so many he, he has so many hits so many classics what's your favorite album for oh, Michael? let me throw in or Chicago. Uh, that album is hard. It's a newer one, or not Chicago? It's called um, the song. My favorite song off that album is Chicago, but the album itself is uh, called something else. Hold on. But who's what's your what's your favorite album, album? Are we talking about Michael Jackson? It's a newer one. He released it in like. Let me see. You threw me off. I'm like Chicago. It's uh, oh, Escape. It okay. released in 2014. Okay. And Chicago is my favorite song off there. Love that song. But what's your favorite MJ album? Or what, what album has your most most of your favorite songs off it? Or your favorite song off it? Bro, I don't know the name. You're not a real fan. 
bro. No, nah, I'm playing. You I'm could playing. call me not a real fan, but I'm. I've I mean, never he's been one of those older artists, so I, I understand you don't know his whole right. discography. I don't either. That's why I was asking. Give, give me, give me. Um, what's the one with uh, Thriller? Thriller. On I think it. it's just called Thriller. I'm glad I'm not aging myself this bad on this one. Um, <laughs> let me see. So I'm looking here. Okay, so there's Bad, which has like obviously Bad on it. Thriller was the 1982 album that had Thriller on it, of course. Um, what else did I have on there? Beat It. Billy Jean, yeah, Thriller is a fucking oh, yeah. classic. Yeah, so Thriller's it. PYT was on there. Oh, yeah, Thriller's yeah. probably one of his best. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Off the Wall is really good too. Um, that's got Rock with You on there. Um, Off the Wall, of course. I can't help it. Yeah, dude, nah, he he just yeah. has classic after goat, classic. Go, so. go, But Escape is probably one of my favorite ones because it's a more modern sound. Um, but MJ's timeless, man. So. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Drake album with Twenty One Savage. I'm with it. Her loss. Okay. What's your favorite track off there? Um, Rich Flex. The opener. I like the it. The opener because obviously, it's a way that a lot of people start off their albums with bangers, right? Sometimes. You don't think so? Sometimes. I think you sometimes intro attention. intro and outro tracks can be kind of weak. That I've found. I found like mm. the best stuff to be kind of in the middle. But some I people, found the some ash- people do outro. Start. Whack. A lot of these uh, outro songs whack some of them are whack like that's how you're gonna close it <laughs> yeah that's kind of how it would banger yeah no, but rich flex no, what's yours uh rich flex is a good one um when i was first hearing that i was like oh don't tell me it's about to be this <laughs> slow like classical sounding Drake. album oh. and then and then when the beat switched i was like oh Bro, i was like okay hit, that's right? when i was like all right this is about to be a hard hitter Basically. uh and then everything after that was really good uh major yeah. distributions fire, fire more m's is fire circle loco is my favorite track because I, I love the daft punk sample okay and i, yeah, and I yeah. love the verses on there too spin about you really good mm-hmm. on bs is really good um Bro, they just there's so many good songs i like um dude what was it called you tell me <laughs> <laughs> it was uh Back outside, boys is really good. Hours of silence, twenty-four. Yeah, hours, hours of in silence. silence. I like that. Hours I like. Silence, yeah. I like Twenty One's little like singing thing he did there in the Rare. beginning. Rare. I just wish that had been like the hook throughout the whole song because you yeah. only hear it once, and that's the only part he has on that song. And the rest is Drake just like rambling for a while. But it is a it's a decent song. That's the uh, negative I've heard. Mm-hmm. They're like it's a Drake album with Twenty One on it. It is. It, it is. is. I I would have loved to see more Twenty One like verses on songs like hours in silence because on right. some of them he's just kind of sprinkled on there like parsley oh, um yeah. but on other ones he has like he has one solo track on there which is cool it's i didn't more, expect uh, to see uh yeah. 3am on glenwood yeah which sounds insane by the way imagine being on glenwood avenue i have at 3am i have that's crazy what was that like bah, bah, bah. That's, <laughs> no seriously it's he what he raps about what young nudie raps about it's real mm. and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a hood guy never right, said that right i've been on the <laughs> glenwood at the that's crazy. Yeah. Um, crazy, man. It's a really good album. 11 out of Love the 16 it. tracks I really enjoyed. I liked 15 of them. So there was only one you didn't fuck with? The last one where he was. Oh, I guess it's fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I didn't like, I didn't like Jumbo Shot, Jumbotron shit popping. You did it? Just because it was like, it was a Playboy Cardi, Young Thug impersonation thing, like paying homage, which is cool, but it didn't sit right with me because Drake doing it doesn't sound great. And he, he's doing like the Cardi ad libs on there. He's like, beep. <laughs> and I was like, bro. Whoa, and then is, like you know where a Cardi and Young Thug they like keep rapping when they run out of breath. And they're like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, <laughs> he yeah. did that. He which was like, is two time world champ. Yeah, yeah which is cool. I like that yeah. he's paying homage, but at the same That's time, dope. coming from Drake, it just sounded 
often. I get you. I get you. Um, and get there you. wasn't like a whole lot of substance to this track, in my opinion. I get it. And then uh, the last one I didn't really like. It wasn't like bad or anything. 3 a.m. on Glenwood I didn't save just because. It's something and you wouldn't listen to. something I wouldn't really listen to. And then um, Treacherous Twins. I didn't really like that one. You didn't like that? It was okay. It wasn't bad. But everything else I saved. So, yeah. You said you it went 15 of 16 for you. It went yeah. 11 of 16 for me. So good, good album. album. Good album. Good album. A lot good of people album. like just hate on music just to hate on it. I got a question for you. Okay. What's the album of 2022 so far? Because we've still got a month left or two. But um, In my opinion, it's uh, Dawn FM by The Weeknd. It's wow. Because The Weeknd is on like a four- run four album run right now where there's like almost no skips and wow. every song could be a hit if it was released on its own in my oh, opinion I get what you're saying. so i'm a i'm a huge weekend fan so i think he has the best album but her loss was really good i did enjoy the little baby album but like i was telling you yesterday it's kind of just you know what you're gonna get and he didn't really deviate Shame. from that yeah. much and it was just it's the same sounding music which isn't a bad thing it was it's good music it's right. just like I want more from him. Like I want more stuff about his life and like deeper subject matter than just money, bitches, and and cars. You said something yesterday that that I didn't think of. You're like, little baby. I thought he was gonna tap into to like more like Kendrick and go what deeper I like Kendrick. Because I was telling Seth about this. We were talking about it. You know the song, um, the bigger picture. Yes, that's a banger. Banger. Where he's talking about like real stuff, real, stuff. real shit. It and I want different. I want more of that from him. That's in a Kendrick lane. So I just don't know if he has that. Like he could do anything. Yeah. But Kendrick is just so lyrical. Mm -hmm. And then he taps into those emotions, those yeah. feelings where yeah. you relate. That's why you he's know? one of my favorites ever. Yeah. It's because some of the music Cole. is just, man. I, I like J. Cole too, but I, I don't have him in that upper That's favorite. your guy, Kendrick. Kendrick's, Kendrick's my favorite rapper. Kendrick's you favorite make rapper. me want to tap into The Weeknd, man. The way you, you talk about The Weeknd for real, it's like, ah, oh, man, am I missing out? You know? So I, I, I can, hear the bangers. I can send you like my Weeknd playlist yeah, of all my favorite definitely, songs definitely. that he has. I'll send it to you. Remind me, though. Gotcha. Um, and just shuffle it. See what you like. You probably won't like everything. but And some things start off slow, but once it really gets into the middle of it, like there's a, his song After Hours, which is the title track off his album After Hours, one of my favorites. Because it, like, it's talking about like where were you when I needed you most type oh. shit. And it, it is like, I can't even describe it to you. I'll just have to like show you, but man, it fucking hits. But yeah, check him, <laughs> check him out. Remind me to send you that playlist. Um, shout out weekend. Shout out the weekend, man. Uh, but my favorite, who do I think is the best album? I'd say, I'd say the weekend with Don FM. And there's been some good oh, projects this year, but futures album kind of came and went for me. Same thing with uh, yeah. little babies. Um, Nas, Nas just dropped an album I haven't really fully listened to yet. I haven't, I've listened to a couple of tracks and I love Nas, but I like old school Nas. Like the new stuff is cool and he, and he's, a, and he's rapping like well, but he's 50 years old, which is fine. I don't care how old the artist is. He's trying to stay but relevant. No, because he's still, so? he's still a really good artist and, it, and the music's good. I just don't think it's for me. Not the new stuff. I was going to say that. Some stuff he just, even can't. though it's good, it's not something I'm going to keep like listening to but you, you know? respect it of course right of course yeah. who, who's who's got your favorite album or who do you think has album of the year oh back to the future thing real quick oh, it's yeah, a go good ahead. album it just didn't have a whole lot of replay value for me other than like two or three tracks anyways sorry who do you got i like features album. i, I like it too it's just like you said just came and went mm -hmm. um god it's, it's i'm trying not to be biased because the recent album you think it's her know. loss Bro, it's so good. It, it's so different. It has a lot of replay value That's to so me. Because I, like, I I'm still listening to it, and it came out a week ago. You know, I heard a uh, YouTuber say this. I forgot who. But they were like, 
the way um they're uh switching the beats it's like a new song and it keeps people's yeah. attention span. yeah who's short now good point good point tune yeah. into the album and it, and it doesn't sound the same with every track every track sounds different has a different feel and vibe to it which keeps us interested exactly. and entertained so they're just musical geniuses to me man. they, like, they really so they really did their thing with that like we were talking about it would have been nice to see more 21 on there mm-hmm. but he did his thing when he was on there yeah, so yeah, so that's so your I, album of the year that's it it's up there for me it's definitely it's one hard of my not favorites. to be biased right now for me man and you what's know, you uh i just said the weekend is You're, it is it still I, I didn't know if you changed it. oh if i changed it based on that conversation yeah. i'd say those are my top they're in the top. You got three. her lost on tattoo. Okay. Yeah, probably. That's what I wanted. Okay. Uh, that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> that's what I wanted. Uh, yeah. Her so loss, I'm. We're very early into the 2020s. Like it's about to be 2023. We don't have a ton of like staples of albums yet. We only have probably two, um, or maybe three. Of kind of what we've been talking about, but I'm I'm ready to like like looking back at the 2010s from like 2010 up until 2019. There are so many classic albums. I, I'm, I'm not trying to jump the gun, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to look back at 2020s in the same way because the 2010s decade of music is my favorite right now. That's what I go okay. back and listen to the most um, up until like 2019, right? And I'm ready for there to be more staples in music album-wise of 2022 because I feel like we have a couple, but I'm, I want more. Like when this Travis album drops, Utopia, bro, I am so excited for that. Because he set the bar so high with Astroworld. Yeah, Astroworld. Oh my one of my God. favorite albums ever. Astroworld. And that released in 2018. So that's part of that 2010s decade. You know what I mean? Some of my favorite Travis songs oh. are on that album. What's your favorite song on that album real quick? Off that album? Off that album, Astroworld. Probably Houston Fornication. Really? And that's an underrated pick. It is. I was going to um, say that. My favorite Travis song right now, though, is Nightcrawler with uh, Chief Keef and Sway Lee. Have you heard that? No. I got to show you Nightcrawler. It's off of Rodeo. Okay. Fire. Okay. And he has a he has a track called Wonderful with the Weekend off of um, uh, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight, mm-hmm. banger. He's got he's on a really good run right now with albums too. Travis, so, and th- I think the reason he's taking five years to drop this album is because he knows that the bar for him is so high. He's got to at least match it or exceed it. And he's doing it, bro. I think I think he will. I I, I, he's I know to. he's gonna deliver. I know he's going to deliver, and I'm, I'm really the, excited for that. Like you said, Astroworld was his last album? or Astroworld was his last album. Wow, he's, that's he's, so crazy. He's about. had some features and some like singles drop right. since then, which have been okay, um, but they're not like to that standard. So, right. And I know with the albums, he, he really takes them seriously, and that's why he takes so long, I think. Because like, when, you, when you put that much effort into a project, you need a break, first of all. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then when you're finally back in the mood to get into the studio, you know you're where your bar is at you have to reach it and i think with the time like kendrick's a genius too mm-hmm. like his Absolutely. his uh album this year like the way he timed it to mr me morale was, is good yeah, but it's not my favorite i could tell by the reaction it's not your favorite kendrick no which, okay i get that i, I really like rich spirit mm-hmm. and i really like count me out and there's a couple of i'd have to look at my phone but yeah. it's a good album but what do you mean the timing? Like, because his album before, uh huh, was what? Was Damn, like, which came out in twenty eighteen or seventeen. So exactly, he so took I, five years to drop. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, it builds up the anticipation, yeah, and also gives you time to make bangers for real. Facts, you know. Mm-hmm. So what's I your What's your favorite song off Mr. Morale? Just off top, you can look if you need to. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, "What do I look like?" <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um. Ah, uh, count me out so hard. Count me out is hard. 
I'm what song with Kodak called? Uh, he had there were two on there, and I didn't like the Kodak features at all. I like the um, um, dude, what's it called? Yeah, low for me. I'm looking real quick. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I'll tell you what my favorite. I like Die Hard. Father Time is a banger. Yeah, man. Um, N95, Hard, Rich Spirit, Count Me Out, Silent Hill. I think that's the one you're thinking of, where it's like, get these people off me. Like, huh. That Yo. one? Yeah, I, Bro, like, I like that song. I like Silent Hill. Savior's pretty good. Mr. Morale, the title track is good. I mean, the Heart Part 5 is on here as well. That's um, Mother different. Mother Sober was a tearjerker. It's a, it's a great album. I think I underrate this album, but well, I really yeah. did like it. Yeah. Uh, but but it, I I don't, it's it. still not I my what favorite. You're I What's what your favorite saying. Kendrick album? Bro, it's hard to get better than Die Hard. Then which one? Die Hard? Is that what you said? Oh, we're talking, you're talking about tracks off yeah. of Mr. Morale. Yeah. Okay, I said, what's your favorite album? Your favorite song oh. off there is Die Hard. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I was like, okay. Um, Little. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So Die Hard's your favorite Damn. off Mr. Morale. Okay. And, but what's your favorite Damn. overall album? Damn. I'm trying to think. I'll tell you mine what? if you need a second. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City. My favorite. Really? One of my favorite okay. albums of all time. And it's just, it's filled with just back alley bars and you know it really takes you to like that compton scene where he grew up and like telling you about like his experiences growing up there and just the sound of it is like it's a mix of like modern day but there's so many cool like elements of not just hip-hop in it there's right there's like some it's there's like some boom bap stuff on there and it just sounds dusty, but at the same time, it sounds refreshing and new. It, it's Bro, really hard to explain. It's and the, the, just way, the way he writes songs, it's not just rap or hip-hop. There's jazz elements in them. Exactly. There's a lot of like folk and R&B fusion in some of them. And like, the beats are just so multidimensional that you have to hear it hundreds of times to really like get the full experience, which is what I love so much about Good Kid, Mad City. That's why I like call certain people artists you know right. because you can't right. just label them as a jazz singer a rock uh hip-hop you just can't rapper you're so can't. much more than that right kendrick's probably the one of them he's one of them ones one man them, he's bro. one of them ones one of them ones bro but yeah probably uh damn i like damn a lot too. probably damn i think me, that's his second question. best album oh god it's so hard bro and i think even section 80 i don't know how much of section 80 you've heard but i really probably. like that too that's kind of it came out before uh, Good Kid, Mad City, so it was like the kind of precursor to that where he's talking about growing up in that area. But that one has more themes of like... I don't really know how to explain it. I'd, I'd have to show it to you, but it's really good. Um, not my favorite, though. My favorite is Good Kid. But Mr. Morale is probably third out of those four albums for me because I, I got Damn and Good Kid. That's not bad. Above it. That's not bad. And that's a... like He's one of those, like we were just talking about with Travis, whose bar is so high Bro. that like... He's got to reach it, bro. You know, and I think he has. It's just you got to rank him somehow. And right. it really is music is subjective, of course. Everything is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with it. You with it? I'm with it. So we spent a good uh, almost 30 minutes talking music. Wow. <laughs> well, I could sit here and talk about some things bro. all day. Yeah, bro. So I kind of want to get into more like interview stuff Let's with do you. It. But while we're on the subject of music, just real quick, uh, probably should have said this earlier, but recipes take off. Migo, I listened off. to so much Migos in high school and like early college. They're still in the rotation today. Um, but RIP Takeoff, man. Trap music would not be the same without Migos and without Takeoff. RIP Takeoff. So, RIP, man. But now we can kind of move into uh, 
more interviewee stuff and we, we can get off that stuff too to talk about other things as we as we get there but do you want to start with basketball do you want to start with um broken home or relationships or i mean you're college story viewer what do you think uh, I want to get into basketball because Let's I feel it. like there's a lot to unpack there, and yeah. I'm excited to kind of hear it because the point of this podcast, not the point, but one of the biggest things, like I was telling you yesterday, is everybody's got different stories to tell, different experiences to talk about, and it just has a unique life that they've lived up to this point yeah. when, they, when they come out here, so I really like to get into it. So how did you get into basketball? I guess we'll start there. Okay. Kyrie Irving. Okay. My goat, your right. goat, my goat. <laughs> uh, some it was stuff lately, right, 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 right. It was fifth grade. Mm. And what year and was, was that for you? God, I feel old. Um, oh, two thousand. Don't, don't even talk to me about feeling old, bro. <laughs> I was in. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, God, what year was that? Fifth grade. I don't know. I was. So you're you're nineteen, almost right. twenty. Yeah. So, and I'm twenty four. So if I was in fifth grade in like oh nine, you would have been in fifth grade in like twenty thirteen, fourteen, 14 somewhere around I think there. 14, yeah. So I was a freshman in high school when you were in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the way you said it was wild, but yes, yeah, uh, okay. So you, yeah, so around that to, time, yeah, yeah. and Kyrie was with Cleveland at that time. Mm-hmm. And that was before LeBron ever came back, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you. Were you yeah. just, did you like see his highlights on the t- on I TV? I just, I what? watched a game randomly. Randomly, okay. And I was like, bro, who is, like what, Kyrie Irving, right? Because he was the only, honestly, he was the only person on the team. So that's how <laughs> I really got into it. Yeah, back then, I mean, it was him and dudes, pretty much. And he was like a rookie 2013, I want to say. So Going crazy. Yeah, so like so. his second year is when you started watching him, right? Right, okay, right. okay. So, and you've been a fan ever since. Ever since. Followed him to Boston. Do you watch the Nets now? Yes. Like, are you a Nets Come fan on. now? So you, you you follow Kyrie, and that's who you're like a fan of, that's right? That's my guy. Okay. I feel you. Um, I'm sure it's tough to see everything he's kind of been through, even though he's kind of brought it on himself for the most part over the last couple of years, I would imagine, right? My opinion. Is it, is it hard to defend him? No. No? Because the love is true. And mm. I get, like, I'm not somebody who's biased, you right. know? Right. Like, if he, like, like he's doing now, he, he says something anti-Semitic. I'm not the person that's like, no, we didn't. Like, right. What, what are you, you talking you, about? You can take it for what it is. Yeah. And kinda. But I also get what he's saying. So okay. I'm on, I'm that person that's like, okay, I see both sides. Yeah. And it, it is what it is type of thing. And, he, and he's come out and said he, he doesn't have any hate in his heart for any group of people. He just right. kind of got caught up in something that he didn't know the full, you know, extent of, I guess. Exactly. And people are allowed to make mistakes. People. That's the key word. Humans. Yeah. People forget that. And them. that message that he talks about, you know, I'm, I'm a human too. I get where he's coming from. Exactly. But kind of at the same time, when you're when you're someone of that stature, you have to kind of you be more know. aware. And I, I think know. all this stuff that's been happening to him are learning lessons. So I think he'll I be better. I can see that. But I get why it's not, because the love is true. I like that I like that line you said. That's, the love that's is true. Good, that's a good that's quote. Hard. That's a good quote. Shirt? Yeah, that'd be, yeah that'd put it on a shirt. Okay, put okay. it on a shirt. I'll with you. So, um, so that's how you got into basketball. Yeah. Is that when you started playing fifth grade as well? Yeah. Or did that come later? Sixth grade. Sixth grade? Yeah. I played rec. Not a, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, not a big yeah. hooper, but I right, was right. naturally gifted with handling. For okay. Real. Okay. So yeah, I yeah. can see that because you've got great handles now. Not to not to meet right or nothing, but this man is really good at basketball. Don't do this. I'm doing it. <laughs> Don't do it. Well, we can get into that more later. Yeah, yeah, but, um, <laughs> So you were naturally gifted with the rock, okay, in terms of dribbling. Mm-hmm. 
that just came naturally you had really good hand-eye coordination or yes i just once i grabbed the ball pause i <laughs> i was just so it felt like home you know you have yeah, those yeah. feelings throughout your life where it's like you're naturally breath. good at something wow. or whatever you know okay i like this yeah, yeah. that was one of those moments when you first picked up the basketball I first and i was dribbling i was like it feels, feels, it right. feels natural. You and know? then also seeing a guy like Kyrie when you, he first introduced you to basketball, that's what you knew dribbling as. Exactly. So I'm sure somewhere in your mind that was like, I, I got to do that. Right. I, I can do that, right? Right. Fire. I should have brought my hat. The little oh, the hat. This, the hat? You have a signed Steph Curry hat too, don't you? I do. That's never sick. touch it. I never touch it. I don't want anything to happen to it. I wouldn't it. wear it. I haven't. I, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, I just keep it locked in a not locked, but like uh, in, a <laughs> nah, display, you in, a, in a display box. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I might, I might. Yeah, but but um, so yeah, so interesting. You picked up the ball. You knew it was for you, right? Um, when did you start to like notice you were like getting good? When I um actually put time and effort into it, because first it was for fun, right? Just right. like everything. Mm-hmm. But then I started noticing there was like. I played rec for the first year, and you don't really have to try out for it. It's just like you just you get, sign up. It's like drafted yeah, in a way. Yeah. And we won that first year, and it was like with my friends. It wasn't yeah. competitive, really. And then I was like, I, I'm in middle school, seventh grade, and uh, I have the teacher as a oh eighth grade. I have the teacher as a science teacher. So your coach, the coach was a as teacher, a science right. teacher. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we we, we went off the names, but <laughs> we <yeah>. know. <laughs> but uh, I tried out, and I, w- I was I was working super hard before all summer. You know, it started young for me, working super hard at the game, and I wanted to make that team. And uh, due to looking back on it, me not being financially, my mm. family not being the same financial standards as everyone else. As the other kids at the school. Yeah, especially in the place we grew yeah, up in. Yeah, yeah. Being different. Um, I was friends with everybody, but in gym was, class I was, was called. Was it like an underlying thing that people yeah. like just kind of knew about you that they never said to you, to your face? I've never thought about it that way. Because um, during that time, I used to spend night at everybody's house who I was friends with, right, and see how they lived, mm. how their parents were together, how they t- treated them. And it was it was night sad day, for me. Right? I always yeah. used to go home. I'd never spend the night because it, it was hard, you know? Yeah. So. But you spent as much time out of your house as you could at that time, right? Yeah. We can get, it, we can get more into that later. Yeah, yeah. But – so anyway, so they would. So there was obviously that difference. Do you think that's why they didn't put you on the yes. team? Is the financial? I was stuff? better than almost every person on that team. Damn, man! But they were like, "That's how you know." At the end of the day, it's all about money, which sucks. And I think they did the same thing to your sister when she tried out for uh, yes. cheerleading. Yes, yes, because she can dance. Yes, and has <laughs> and is like you said, better than the whole roster. But when they didn't I tell you they didn't she's let been her. dancing since three years old. Mm-hmm. But they didn't let her because that's man, that's that is terrible yeah and i never really like realized that she said that one time or she like hinted at it but i think at the time we were we were younger to the point like we couldn't like grasp that's what it was but she she said something it's because i think she said it's like it's because of where i live or something like that so she knew what it was but we at the time we couldn't like you don't fully get it back you don't get it yeah until you're out of it honestly interesting so that sucks when did you when did you make your first school team ninth grade freshman team because i I try the way Macintosh does it, which we can name the school. We can name the way school, Macintosh does it is uh, JV freshman tryout together, and then there's varsity. Okay, and uh, yeah, man, and I made my first team freshman year, the leader, which is dope to there me. There you go. You, know? you played on the freshman team or JV at that time? Uh, freshman. 
And then okay. I got brought up to varsity in my 10th grade. So I said, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say you quickly, you got to varsity. I remember, yeah, yeah. but you weren't playing mm. at that time. No, just, I was, uh, they didn't trust you. Basically practice player for 10th right, grade. Right. And just leader of JV. Okay. And we were winning like my ninth grade and 10th year and 10th grade. We lost one game combined one game. Wow. One game. Who'd and you it lose was to? Sandy Creek. Were, Sandy they, were they just Creek. better? Jabari. Jabari Smith. Oh, Jabari Jr. Smith. Yeah. Dude that just got drafted third <laughs> Jabari overall. Jabari Smith Jr. I forgot that. Well, I didn't forget he played there, but like that makes sense. The timeline adds up. It's weird. Rockets from Sandy Creek. Yeah. Knowing you, knowing you played against that guy. Yes, yeah, dope. I played with him at Kedron school. a couple of times and at one Sandy Creek run. Uh, I didn't realize who he was at the time. I was like, damn, this dude's tall as fuck. <laughs> and he could shoot. Ninth grade, he was like 6'6. Six, six. I'm like, dude, dude what, what's going on? Crazy. Nah, but yeah. So interesting. One loss. One loss Damn. to, to Championship them. game in ninth grade. Tournament. Really? Damn. How much did you lose by? So, uh, <laughs> nah, uh, we lost by like, uh, probably like 30. Damn, 20, dog. 30. In the championship grade, game? Y'all shit, man. Jabari, How many points did Jabari have? Probably like 30, 40. Sheesh. Probably 30, actually. They took him out, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, you no know. sense playing. You know. Well, yeah. Uh, That's tough, though, man. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. when you come, like, when there's a generational talent, in your school district yeah. for your shit who ends up making it to the league as yeah. a top five pick. I mean, it's, it, it happens. Insane. It's just, it's just tough. Insane. If it were if not for him, you probably would have won. But insane. there's uh, <laughs> yeah, insane. Love Isn't it, that love cool it, love to like have that experience though, to like play against a guy who ended up making it to the league. It's, um, it's surreal in a way because I've taught some off court, obviously, like you said, Kedron, just seeing him. Yeah. yeah. Um, such a cool guy. And then now looking at it, him being a professional athlete, mm-hmm. and then I didn't know at the time, but when we played Sandy Creek my eleventh uh, grade year, I saw his dad, and I was, and they were like making a big deal, yeah. and I didn't know he was an ex pro, yeah, yeah, NBA player, and I was right, like, what? Right. Played a couple years, and I was no, like, he played what? in Sacramento, and then it made sense to me how good he was because you're supposed to be better than your better teacher. than better than pops, right? Better than pops, and it, it's just surreal, man. Uh, seeing just not even just Jabari, you know, just certain people you uh, hooped with before, seeing what they're yeah. doing now. Um, somebody who went to McIntosh, I think it was Jordan Lyons. He broke, oh my he, God. he like set the NCAA record for threes made in a game. Shout out Jordan, bro. I, I think, love Jordan. I think he, did he play at Georgia State or where did he play? He played at uh, Furman. Furman, that's Furman. right. I got another friend who played football there. Yeah. What did he make, like 20 threes? Or like 18 threes. Yeah, like, oh, God, 58 what? points, 56 points, Dude, something like something that? ridiculous. And Insane. He, he, had, he, broke, he set the NCAA record for threes. Is Furman D1 or are they D2? D1. Are they? Okay. I, I'm, but, I'm, I'm expecting Jordan to play for D1 because he was in Santa McIntosh. Yeah. So I'm I, thinking D1. Okay. And I know he didn't end up making it because he wasn't tall enough. But he had But he's strap. playing pro overseas. Is he playing pros overseas? Yeah. Yeah, Good yeah, for him. And you know who yeah. he plays for? No. I'm going to have not. to look that up. He's been, uh, I think... Yeah, I got to call him, man. I haven't even talked to him in a minute. Yeah, hit him up, man. Yeah, man. But it is dope. Like, yeah. like exa- example, it, bro, Jordan It's really cool Lyons. to, like, be around people. Right. You know, Georgia's a farm for, like, really good basketball players. It's picking up, bro. It's it still is. getting bigger. I mean, Colin Sexton's in the league. Jalen Brown's in the league. Um, who else? Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, <laughs> man. He's oh, from my around God. Here. Bro. He's having a weird season, but that's not he weird. Kind of. He looks like he's not caring out there. I just know about the dunks that he's still he hasn't him dunked. Oh, I just know that. He has now. He has now. Oh, he has. But hey. anyway, that's that's another right, that's another, another topic. Another topic. But, um, he, but he's still him. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of like. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, there's a. Where's he from? Of, he's from Atlanta. 
Did not know that. Didn't know that? Now you know. Uh, but yeah, yep. dude, it, this, Atlanta and the surrounding area is just a farm for great basketball players. So it's cool to see local guys end up making it, especially people you've like seen and talked to and played against like in the school circuit. That's pretty dope. Um, so anyway, back to back to you. Yeah. Um, so that's when you realized you were like good is when you got to like 10th grade, right? Where you were yeah, moved tenth, up to varsity. Yeah, 10th grade. And then... Was did you play junior year or was it senior year? You finally were the starting junior point year. Guard? Uh, starting point guard was twelfth grade, but 12th junior grade. year I started uh, one game mm-hmm. out of what like twenty four, right. and it was like against like Old Mercy, <laughs> horrible team. So I remember going yeah. to a couple of your games, and uh, I was really excited once you were actually playing because I was like, I don't know why. He's on the bench because I know how good he is, you know, <laughs> and I'm watching these guys out there play. I'm like, I get it's a trust and an age thing, but why wait until a guy who you know is better until his final year to play him? Which I guess is. No, I shout out Coach Isley. Are there politics to it? Oh, my God. So talk much. About it. So, talk much. About it. so um, I'll talk about when I first realized and then um, I'll talk about what I realized. OK, back then. OK. So floor is yours. Right. Oh, okay. I like it. But um, <laughs> I realized during the basketball season, um, we were just, you know, during our regular schedule games, and I looked, and, like, it was our fifth game. Fifth game. Fifth game, okay. Against after Stars Mill. And he, uh, Coach Isley, he told, called me in the locker room, and he was like, and I was averaging at this time probably 18. This is your senior year? Yeah. Okay. 18. Seven and like six, mm. nasty, nasty, nasty for stuff. for high school. You for know? high school, yeah, for sure. And um, he called me. He was like, "Listen, you're doing great, but I need you to get everybody else involved." Mm. And then at the time, you know, I was confused, but and I was like, "Okay, like I get what he's talking about." You know, the more team effort I get, right, right. And then team, um, yeah. then I started seeing my minutes going down. Ooh. I started seeing. Certain players, I'm not going to name, but certain players taking shots that I take a, even a better shot and miss, and he takes me out. Mm. And then um, I started thinking, I'm like, why, why, you know? Right, right. And then I, I completely understood it after talking to, you know, certain best friends and certain close people who are on the team as well. Um, and they were like, looking back on the, the person who was, you know, taking the more shots closer to the coach's family obviously financially upgraded um went to church with the with coach was close you know just that dude in school you know more popular you know just right basically uh coach loved those types of people you know and then i realized it and i was like because 11th grade year that or 12th grade summer before or 11th grade summer i guess you call it after I was um, training with the Fayette coach, Coach uh, Flynn, ex-NBA player, played with Charles Barkley, all that junk. And um, he was basically recruiting me to Fayette. To play a fit. And I was like, it it was obviously that's the – High school, you don't really get the big change like that, you know. But I should have. I should have done that. I I should have went. I mean, especially like senior year. I should have went, bro. schools, middle of senior year. Oh, shit. What just happened? Got to pause real quick. Yeah. All right, y'all, we're back. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we'll get it straightened out. So, anyways, back to um, 
So potentially switching to Fayette. Yes. Um, uh, middle middle of senior year is when that would have happened, right? Uh, no, it was uh. That or you summer said that was before. the summer before. Summer before. Okay, okay. Like so I was you training. could have played your senior year there instead. Yes. Looking back at yeah. it, you would have. The only person who was like my dad was like go because he played for Coach Flynn mm. back in the day. So he was like, I know he could get you to that next level. For speaking sure. of college, and um, I was I was just so nervous because my life was here. You know, I already Absolutely. built a foundation here. Absolutely. So I was like. Nah, I'm just going to stick it out. You know, Coach Osley said I'm starting, you know, might as well yeah. stick it out, you know, Dang. guaranteed, basically. Right, right. Rather take Big, a sure One of the biggest thing. mistakes of my life, really. And because uh, mm. they ended up going to state that year. Yeah. Whole different story. But then uh, I stayed and, um, oh, this brings up another uh, thing I remembered. 11th grade year, I, w- I talked to Coach after probably. Which Coach. Coach Osley. Okay. After probably 11 games, and I was upset about my minutes. Right. Because he told me that I would be playing alongside Cam. Because uh, he was a star. I, I know. And um, he said, I want you to play with him. I think you guys would be a great duo. Hmm. Probably two games, you know. We were doing pretty solid. Then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the other guy started to play more. And um, I was like, went to him. A couple games of not playing at all. Like four games, not Damn, playing at man. all, and I was like, went to him with my mother, which is ah very you know scary, you know, yeah, it's very yeah. weird, and uh, talked to him. I was like, so is there a reason why I'm not playing? I was basically just calling him out, like, what's going on? And then he was like, oh, it's just a rotation. Like, I love you as a player. I want you to stay here and stuff. And then I was basically like, because I want to play college basketball. Like, that's the end goal. I want to play college. And he was like, 11th grade year. This quote, him saying this, I would never forget it. I got you. Don't you worry about it. Like, we're, we'll, we can make that happen. Those exact words. Fast forward, obviously, after senior year, or actually during senior year, I came to, I was talking about colleges and stuff, and, like, colleges were, uh, I only got one offer that year. Not his, he didn't help me at all. Right. So, basically, um, mm. he said that he would, and he, he was a teacher, obviously, history, and, um, Looking back on it, just didn't care, honestly, about me specifically as much as others. And I get it. I wasn't close to him. I didn't hang out with him. I wasn't close to his family. And y'all didn't have the bread like that. Exactly. Which is crazy. So. um, For that to be a reason. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Mm. But as a basketball coach, um, just didn't live up to what I thought he would do for me. After promising you, I guess he didn't really promise, but he said, I got you. When you look at me and you're like. I got you as a coach, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Dang yeah. Man. So politics really do kind of play into it. Yeah, sadly. Oh, and I wonder if he was doing that because, like, the school was pressuring him to do that or if that was a personal choice. I mean, I imagine he has freedom of how to run his basketball team. Yeah. But yeah. still, that's that sucks, man. So so what happened after that? What happened after your senior year in terms of basketball? I uh, went to, like – Three, four camps. Um, I went to the biggest camp, obviously, was a D2 school. Okay. I went to – I was invited to, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like the offer, I said. And I went to the camp, really good camp for uh, two days. And um, it was in Alabama, so it was dope. Mm. It was a uh, historically black college, HBCU. Okay, okay. What school is it? Um, Dude. Do you remember? Bro. <laughs> Once – Bro. If you don't remember, it's okay. I don't. 
That's all good. So but, it was um, HBCU. Yeah. In Alabama. Yep. Nice. And uh, that's cool. They were basically after the second day. They were like, "Hey, c- come over here." And I was like, "Okay." And then um, they basically were saying, "You played really good, but our main squad is basically full, but you we have room for you on our backup squad." And in my mind, like obviously that's a reaction. Like, I didn't come here to play backup. Exactly. You know what I mean? But they were like, "But in a." You you definitely have the skill to work work up to being part of our main squad for sure. And I was like, okay, cool. But um, they were like, we can't give you a scholarship. And that's what did it. If they were like, uh, you'll be back about – we can get you a scholarship. Yeah, or some that would money. be different. Alabama, out-of-state tuition, what are we talking about? You know? Like not, I said, financially not mm, the same as other people right, in this area. Right. So, Man, that's tragic, man. Yeah. So I didn't go, obviously. Yeah, of course. I just course. wouldn't be able to. Right. I couldn't. Right. So dang man. So do you think that just financial situations is a reason that you weren't able to like really I don't want to say progress as a ball player because you have obviously, but like reach that level? Like do you think money plays too much a part in it? Cuz we've been talking about in some of my classes this semester that money unfortunately does a lot of times equal getting to that next step in things. I think at But it's unfair levels. to people who have the talent. You know, so what do you what's your take on that? Do you agree at certain levels? Yes. Yeah. Um, high school. Yes. But also determination. Like, obviously, I've fallen off of that uh, every day working at it. You know, just life. You know, yeah. these last two years have been probably the hardest years of my life mm. because, you know, a lot of change, a lot of change, a lot of focus differently. You know, it's not just as easy as, you know, just basketball anymore right you have to fit it into college you have to fit it into family mm-hmm. fit it into you and know relationships older, you realize those things are more not more important but there's a bigger picture to it than just working at your craft every day yeah. when you're in high school so so to answer your question yes okay yes got you definitely so i want not you brought up the working out what was it like what was your training regimen oh like my every God. day? what did you do to like get better like that because dude like there's you know how they say there's levels to it mm-hmm. like i know it comes from the work so what was the work like so you know my height first of all I, i'm gonna start with this <laughs> i'm five, ten, five, eleven. okay okay right and in 10th grade was my first dunk i didn't know you could dunk <laughs> yeah not anymore not like every not anymore you know right right but, tenth grade is my first dunk you know i was five seven five eight dunk at five eight Dude, holy shit. When I tell you that summer, I ev- like every day, I had, you know, the platinum shoes that I used to wear where I stayed on my toes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every day. Um, mm. Suicides in the summer, mm. day, Out- outdoor? every day, outdoor. And that's what ended up messing up my knees. I realized that. I want to ask you about that injury yeah. once you finish talking okay. about the training. Um, But... I have to shout out my dad because he really, my dad and mom, he, they really saw that I was dedicated. And my dad, being an ex-athlete, a bad mother in high school, man, he was cold. Um, he taught me his <laughs> ways of jumping. Yeah. He taught me how to um, basically get my vertical up, and it was working. I'm, you know, summers for high school is like two months, a little over. Yeah, yeah. Two months. Yep. Short. And two months, bro. It really is. Bro, I was jumping out the gym, bro, and uh, I was super cold, super cold. 
So they, they saw the dedication, saw you wanted to be great, yeah. and they supported that. And also playing AAU for uh, the Panthers. Shout out, Coach Shelby. Okay, so you were doing a lot over that summer. Yeah, Man, a lot. That's – I couldn't imagine, like, dedicating that much of my life to one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I can, but, like, you got to be different, really, to, to do that type of thing. So shout out to you for doing the work. You mentioned the injury, so I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Um. You said that was the reason it happened was kind of overworking yourself. Is that what it was? At like the what, end of what the did day, they tell you? like the doctors. Yeah. Um, or like what was the reason for the injury? It came randomly. It was like after a certain workout during summer of, I would say 11th grade year because 10th mm-hmm. grade, I was good that whole season. And um, 11th grade is when I started having knee problems for real. Yeah. I remember being at y'all's house when you got back from the doctor and they were talking oh, yeah. about what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was there. Patella tendonitis, bro. Is that what it was? That's what it okay. was. Okay. And is that something that gets better or is that like a degenerative knee thing? They said there's no cure and that it will stop when I finish growing. That's what they told me. Okay. And I still have problems with it. Still have problems with it. It's the knee. not, I, I realized. Like you said, overworking. That's what I realized it was. It really was. Damn. All the concrete jumping. Which makes sense. You know? And I was weightlifting heavy. Like yeah. 10th grade, I squatted 375. Yeah, so not, not only were you working working out basketball-wise, but you were like bro. in the gym, gym too, like lifting yeah. and getting stronger. Oh, Damn, my God, dude. bro. You're on your Kobe grind. That's why it hurts. Which I respect. Uh, that's why it hurts so much that I didn't get the college offers. I didn't get – because a lot of people on my team so were time into it. already – scholarship for baseball that's also what hurt it's like you have something else to do after this guaranteed i don't this is all i have you know dude i can imagine like putting in the work yeah. to get there and then having it come up short for reasons out of your control like yep damn so how i'm not sure that's probably why it was some of the hardest years recently as well so how did you mentally move past it and, and accept like life going forward that maybe basketball wouldn't be the thing like of course you could still play it and right. have fun but like it and not being your future per se how did you how did you process that and where are you at now in all honesty i haven't fully processed it i'm still going through that pain because i still talk to some of the people who are you know and um i would say that i'm not finished with basketball you know i still got two more years in college of course, of course. You know? i wasn't saying you. no were. i know i know yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. i got you but got you know you. uh I still have that dream to play college basketball. I think and, I know um, you can. I know you can. Yeah, man. I just got to get back in shape for right, real. And right. then, um, you know, you never know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was super hard. Because also, during the years of dealing with that, my favorite artist passed away, you know? Juice World, Juice right? World. Yeah. So, um, damn. Yeah. So, it, and then, you know, obviously the family stuff. So, to answer your question, I fully, I honestly fully haven't yet. But you can't dread on the past because dreading on the past affects your future. Facts, man. So you got, dwelling on the past doesn't do anything because that's out of your control. You know, you got to yeah. try to see the best in every situation and, and not giving up is important, too. It's easy for one thing to go wrong or multiple things to go wrong and just kind of quit. But real winners don't quit. You know what I mean? Hard. <laughs> Hard. That's that's how you you just have to approach it like. You take the good with the bad. Like your reaction to good and bad news has to be just the same, because then you're always just gonna live and have the same 
mindset like no matter what happens you can still keep going whether it's good or bad that's kind of like how i try to look at things that's Um, a good that's a good way to look at it for sure but um you're also still young you know you have it makes sense why you haven't fully like processed or gotten over it and like you i know you're gonna play college basketball it's just a matter of time um don't get me hype in here i'm I'm, I'm getting you hype because like you're (laughs) fucking good you know what i'm saying so i have no doubt that you'll make a roster and get pt it just depends on where where you end up going and and and, you know when things kind of turn around like in the in the um that whole basketball landscape because there's a lot of moving parts to it definitely so yeah but like i said you're still young like and you you're very mature for your age like for not being 20 quite yet like you have a good like outlook on it you know what i mean which is i've never been called mature in my life so let me say this you're you're a goofball Right. But you do have like a mature mindset when it comes to like serious stuff. But you also that. know when to joke and stuff. And a lot of that joking stuff is a way of like coping, right? Yes, kind of course. Of course. So I, I know how you, I know how you feel. Um but you brought up the the family life stuff. We're about to get pretty personal on this pod. I'm with it. If you're okay with it. I I asked him before if he was cool with this. So I'm not just springing this on him. But you brought up the kind of broken home stuff and I wanted to touch on that and ask you about it because I didn't grow up in those situations. So when I, when I did, uh, dude, I'd say probably 90% of my friends have, maybe, maybe that's probably a bit high, but I'd say a good portion of them have. So like seeing the way they interact with their parents and the way their parents treat them and like hearing about this shit that they've gone through with their parents. I'm just like, damn, like that is a completely different lifestyle. So it's, and I think it's good to get looks into people's lives and personal lives because you can see what they've been through and it kind of opens your mind to be more, understanding and like just have new experiences so that every thought you have isn't just the way you look at it right it's like you kind of get a lot of different um, aspects to look at things and kind of gives you more variety in the way you like live life if that makes sense of course so anyways i wanted to uh kind of pick your brain on what that was like and and if you want to share any stories or anything like that feel free to so okay. um wherever you want to start whatever you're comfortable with sharing i'll start with I actually was talking about it earlier. Um, it's, yeah, you brought up a little bit of it. I started um, realizing it at a decent young age, fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, where I started spending the night at what a real family is supposed to look like. Damn. You know, especially yeah. in areas like this. Right, right, right. And um, then going home and seeing what my life was like, how the arguments that my parents have been doing my entire life. And I, I say this to uh, all of my close people and all of my friends who ask. I haven't, like, my my parents haven't been married my entire life. But they, they're they legally married, but they haven't, they been, haven't married. been married. There's you get what I'm saying? Of course. Of course I do. Course so I, do. I really don't have a memory of my parents even sleeping in the same bed. Man. I don't. Ever? I, I don't. Sheesh. Maybe when I was, like, a baby, you right, know, three. Right. Like, no. I don't. But I don't have a memory right now. And um, obviously, you know my sister. And uh, we've been Jesus. through a lot. Yeah. Um, you don't have to lot. get into details. But, like, yeah, just yeah. Um, crazy shit. A story. I- I'm trying to think of, like, a crazy story. So, uh, oh, man. The first time I've ever seen my dad cry. So my dad's, like, an ex-military, you know, one of those manly men, you know. Right. Great, great right. guy when, you know, he's being a good guy. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, my but mom, he's you know. got PTSD, so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and my mom, just a lovely human, you know, love you, 
lovely human. Mm-hmm. She just kind of turned jaded exactly. because of shit that's happened over exactly. the years. But yep. so the first time you saw your dad cry, what was that like? Oh man, like what happened? We were um in Scatterfoot, which is like where we lived for a lot of my younger years. And um, is that a neighborhood? Yeah, it's like you know where Double Trace, where we used to live. Double Trace, yes, Lane, the old yes. house. Yes, it was the one before that one. Okay, I think Chloe pointed it out to me. Was that yeah. in Fayetteville? It's like by the soccer fields. Fayetteville? No, uh, here. Are still here? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think like it was just younger, the other. Okay, years. yeah, yeah. I know. She, she showed me that house. Right, she showed right. me that house. Okay. But uh, we were living there, and um, my mom and dad weren't living together. Um, my mom was, like, going to Florida because she's from Florida. She's got family, family there, yep. And um, she was, like, basically going house to house living over there. Mm. and Like with friends and stuff? And my dad was living with his family, his parents. Right. Right. Uh, and Fayette. And uh, we were basically going back and forth, flying to Florida, seeing our mother, coming back, living with our grandparents, basically. It's a lot to put and, the kids um, through, man. Yeah. And uh, we went to the house that we used to live at. And it was like, they were still like basically moving out, basically. And we, uh, me, we were visiting our mom there. And we went, all of a sudden they started arguing. And like, we're younger, right? So we, okay, here we go again, right? And um, they, my dad ended up walk walking out, and then they, my mom ended up walking out, and they were arguing in in the driveway basically, and then my mom said, "Get in the car, we're leaving," talking mm, to us. Yeah. And then we obviously we're gonna listen, and then while we're walking out, dad, my dad's just standing in the driveway, just uh, staring at us and crying, like just tears, and like it freaked me out because. My mom says all the time that I'm a daddy's boy, you know? Like, <laughs> I loved him, you know? I would see her. I see it. He comes in the room. Hey! Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, seeing that was like, oh, my God, what's happening? And as a kid, that's really hard to, like, process We were, understand. like, six, seven. Yeah, I yeah. was, like, six, seven, so close, like, ten. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Damn, dude. So, <laughs> so, so when, you, when you did go to your friend's house, like, for the first time, like when you were kind of just learning that your family wasn't like normal per se, how was it like a culture shock to see the difference? Yes, because I've always been sort of popular, right? Yeah. And I've always known my life because you know the life you live every day. Mm-hmm. I, because one of my first friends, uh, Alex DeBoy, Blake Summers, Reed Robertson, they're, they're still friends, but uh, I would go over to the house and first of all the house is amazing right yeah big house big nice house, house i'm sure pools yeah. trampolines mm. i'm like what is this y'all got it made yeah, where the yeah. hell are y'all at yeah you know what is this i dream about this and then uh um cool loving the parents and just seeing how they react they eat dinner at the table together i've never i've n- never had that yeah man consistently dude. yeah definitely not and yeah. um just seeing you know Hey, good night. Y'all need anything? You know, just stuff like that. Just seeing it was just a very joyful moment. And I had to leave. Like, I, I used to shake because I'm like, this doesn't seem real. Right. And I would call. Sometimes I've walked home and I was like eight, nine, ten. Sheesh. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. My parents know that. But <laughs> Man, but I, th- I think that is why you kind of had to grow up so fast. That's yeah. why I say you're like you're mature for your age. Not not like the joking stuff. No, yeah, like, yeah. You know, the comedy comedy man over here. No, but um. Just like the way you like were you were forced to grow up fast because of the conditions you grew up in. And I got like a lot of friends like that. So it's interesting to hear it from your perspective because that's different. I 
so oh yeah it's awesome man i'm just i'm just curious to know more about like feeling like it's a dream and like shaking and and how did you having experienced that when you did go back home was it was there kind of like a longing feeling for that or like because you yes. brought, brought up the dinner thing that was that was a bar that's why <laughs> that's a bar yeah put it, so put so anyway yeah um I, you guys, Chloe just when you see her too, I used to spend the night at friend's house all the time mm-hmm. because I don't want to be home. I never wanted to be home. Of course. It, unless it was good, you know, yeah. those rare moments where we're all a family for real. Right. Rare. rare. But um, I always spend the night at these friends' house because they were, basically their family was like family and me. They mm-hmm. treated me like family. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Do you think they had a sense of what you were going through at the time? And maybe no. they didn't know? Because no, looking back, they they were obviously cool with my parents because back then you definitely have to know the parents yeah, to yeah, hang yeah, out of with course, them, you know? And, uh, and they p- probably put on a front for yeah, other parents. Yeah, right? I've seen my parents put on a front like, oh, yeah, hug yeah, each other. Chloe like, used to tell me that no, bro, all the what? time that her mom was putting on a front whenever I was around. And I was like, she's always been the same to me. I didn't get it. Exactly. Until years later. Right. So anyways, it's kind of like that. Huh? Yeah. But yeah, I I always wanted to be over there, and um, I uh, shout out those people because spe- shout out my best friend Logan Brooks, man, uh, my brother, and shout uh, out Lo, shout out Aiden, I love <laughs> all them. But uh, they had my back. They've been through it. They've seen it live. They know, and yeah, um, yeah bro. I'm sure in some regards they saved you from a lot of stuff when oh, you from man. when you were younger. Yeah, man. So yeah, dude, that's. That's crazy, man. Do you have any other like stories you want to share? Or we don't. We don't Bro, have to. Get I have it. so many stories, but um, and you you can come back on too as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, I would love that. Of course, but um, real quick, We're I want only an hour sh- in, so we have a oh, we have yeah. a, we got 30, 40 minutes. I'm down, but uh, real quick, I want to shout out my sister. I want to shout out Chloe because, like I said, like obviously your best friends, your brothers, your family that you consider aren't aren't blood for real, who are there for certain aspects. Chloe has been there obviously my entire life. Oh, yeah. So she's been through everything with and me. more that you have, yeah. Exactly. So everything. So yeah, everything I talk about, everything that we've been through, we've been through it together. For sure. So I want to shout out Chloe. Absolutely, shout out Chloe. And yeah. I didn't understand a lot of like the stuff going on in her head when we were younger, just because I didn't get it at the time being young. Give me an example. Just like depression. Okay. Like the stuff cool. that she was going yeah. through mentally. I. I was I tried to be there for her, but I would I didn't fully grasp it or understand it until honestly, until I was like into my early 20s, like until I was like 22, almost 23 is when I really started to be like, that's what she was talking about in that moment or that's what she was going through at this time. And I just didn't didn't get it like I was supportive and stuff. But when she would when she would explain the way she was feeling to me, it just didn't make any sense. And I, I yeah. took me years to understand that that stuff she was going through mentally was a product or a byproduct of what you guys were going through as a family. And I just never made that connection until much later. So uh, as you get older, you kind of start to understand more things. And with me being the younger brother, I, obviously, I didn't fully understand it. Yeah. But I also did because I was living through it as well. Right, right, right. But it affected you differently, though, both of you guys. Exactly. Because... We're different people, you know. Right. She deals; she can't handle as much as I can mentally. Mm. You know, it's not a shot. That's just facts. Like yeah, some people are some just some things built, are just yeah. You know, like some things will make her cry, and I'm just like, you right. know. 
but and I'm sure some things would affect you differently than her yeah, as definitely, well. Definitely. So, yeah. but yeah, what's if you're comfortable, give me another story because this is fascinating stuff. Yeah, and uh, did you know that story that I just told you? Which the driveway one? Yeah, I did not. Oh man, um, another story involving the parents, right? Sure, whatever you're comfortable with sharing from just that era, of, um, you know, your life. I don't want to share that just yet. Okay, because <laughs> this is a lot. So, I remember being at my grandparents' house, which I lived with for a while. Right. Right. And then my mom was finally, um, she was going, like you said, friends, family. She was going back and forth. She was back in Petrie City because my uh, black side, because I'm half black, half white for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> my black Irish side. man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it, man. I talk about it a lot. You know that. Uh, and um, Like logic. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but my black side and and florida isn't really a family yeah dude your mom was telling me she has like no relationship with her sisters because of like shit that happened with their mom exactly years ago exactly so yeah so, so they're not really family so basically she had to get back to georgia you know right. she had right. to and then she was living with friends here and then she finally was getting up on her feet to where it was the double trace house which you know and she was living there and i remember going over there because we visit our mother and me and chloe were over there Nothing in the house except a a cooler and then, like, a couple of chip snacks. We were mm. sitting on the floor just talking to her, you know. And, like, this is probably the one of the lowest parts of our life, especially financially, that I remember. Mm -hmm. Because, like, my dad and mom were not a family. They weren't. And, um... It was just it was it was weird to sit in that spot, you know, just sitting on the floor with your mother. She's crying to you about what she has to do to just be able just to just to provide for yeah. herself and you guys. And talking to us about I want you to live with me full time. And you got to think at 10, 11, like 11, mm -hmm. the age I was um, being told or basically being split and being told that, like, hey, I want you to live with me by your dad. Like, I. I want you to live with me. You know, I still love your mother, blah, blah, blah. And then your mother, like, I want you to live with me. And basically, you have to pick. Have to pick. In a way, you know? And it definitely messed up a lot of the way I looked at life, you know? Definitely, Like man. you said, seeing the yeah. good That's families. That, yeah, that is a that is a low point. Like, no furniture in the house, just sitting there with a cooler. And, man. And I have and another story. If well, Yeah, go no, for it. What are you going to ask real quick? Oh, I was just going to say, like, kind of more about, like, what Chloe was talking about back in the day. Um, you know, she was always saying like, um, her mom would be embarrassed if I saw where she lived or something, or she would feel embarrassed if I like oh, saw yeah. like where the house was like, I'm not going to judge, dude. You know what I mean? Dude. But Ma that was like a fear that they yeah. had. And that kind of made me realize, okay, a lot of people in this area are like that who will judge and like whatever. But I, Chloe was right. Like I had friends, then, I just didn't bro. fully understand it. I had friends that like. Obviously not the real friends that understand, mm -hmm. but I had friends that like, who li oh you you live here right, and it's like, you you know you you get that feeling you're like, dude like I just, I just want to fit in, and my mom used to always Chloe's right she used to always hey uh hey so and so wants to come over, um could you go to their house yeah bro it was years before I ever stepped foot in y'all's house bro and you you knew Chloe for years yeah yeah so, exactly. Y'all dated, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like you, you were basically like family. So right, it's like, right, and it still even then took yeah. a long time. So, 
but yeah, but, she, yeah, man. she's right. And then that's the other thing I was going to say is it when you guys did move into a bigger house and a nicer house, it was man. like a monumental moment of y'all's lives. Cause Chloe was like crying tears of joy when she told me that you guys were like, she showed me the house and like, this is a nice house. And talking about the, the one we're in the, the new, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, y'all are in now. Yeah, yeah. It was like just a huge like milestone in y'all's lives. And like, at the time, I didn't understand it. I was like, oh, they're just moving. But, like, right. looking back at it, I was like, yeah, this is a big deal, you know? Right. So, what was that like? Well, actually, tell the story you were going to tell. No, no, no. I'll answer this. Okay. Um, what was it like moving in? Yeah, like, getting a big house and, like, having your own room, like, completely your own room and, like, your oh own space. God. And, like, what was that like for the first time? It was, like you said, a monumental moment bro mm. like it was so big and for me i realized it twice when my friends helped me move in we went to fayette to get furniture yeah i remember that day yeah, i remember yeah. that day and um we uh we were sitting on the back of like a truck that we had furniture in, and we were yeah, just yeah. sitting there and they were like bro you've never had this like and these are like the day one real ones yeah real yeah. ones and they were like bro like this is this is dope bro and the way they express feelings, they're, they're not like, one of those like, oh, I love you, bro. You're my brother. They're more like, I like, I see you, you know, stuff like that. So they were, it was just that looking up at the house and just being like, we made this it. Gonna, this is a fresh start. This is, you know, maybe we'll actually be a family. Still not, but, you know. At least it's in better <laughs> conditions now. Yeah. Um, at least the house is better. <laughs> right, right. I haven't um, been around your parents in a couple of years now you know, on a consistent basis. So right. I, I don't know what it's like anymore and I won't ask you on camera. So, right. But, um, fascinating stuff, man. That was a, I enjoyed that part of this conversation a lot. Bro. Um, dope. Do you have another story that you wanted yes. to share? Okay. Um, what you got? This and one's, we'll, we'll uh, move on. okay. This one's, we're go, we'll end it with a tough one. Um, oh. so it might make the conversation go further. We'll see. Nah, uh, nah, nah, nah. It's all good. But, um, like I said, a big majority of my life, my parents were together. They just weren't. And um, they, they were married. They just weren't. They were legally married. They weren't together. Right. They weren't. And um, real quick, a statement about that. Like I, my best friend Logan, right? He has stepfathers. You know, his mom's is, and his dad has had stepmothers or whatever. For sure. It's we, me and him are so close because we talk about how. Obviously, it's weird having two dads, three dads, whatever, <laughs> and like yeah. two moms. Right. But for me, like it's to me it's worse because you don't get to move on you don't get to have a different type of relationship with somebody mm. it's just you don't get to see your mom be happy your dad be happy you don't it's just constant, constant mm. of just bad mm. and um yeah so th that's that but then Bar. during the time <laughs> during the time where my dad was living with his mother and father and Fayette and my mom was living in Petrie City at the house you know yep Oh, actually, no, before I was even born for real. You know, my oldest sister. Like, I could, there's so many stories. The older, older one? Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Brittany. I love God, her. we haven't even brought her up. Oh, Jesus. my God. Um, she, uh, when she was younger and, like, basically, like, she's not, my father, me and Chloe's father isn't her father. Yeah. So it was, like, their relationship was weird. And like my mom and dad, she's the bad child of hmm? oh believe me of <laughs> this this family. Right. And um, one of the biggest like things that I were told when I was older was that when that she accused my dad of sexually assaulting her, 
and heard about this one yeah and basically they went like my mother obviously it's hard not to believe your daughter mm-hmm. when when she says that yeah. and they went to court and then um apparently she accused my grandfather also yep chloe told me about that so it was like that's Jeez. i can't imagine that's why i give that's why i love my father and mother that's why i respect them because i can't imagine going through something like that especially my father being accused of something like that and then still till this day is helping her f- with her kids right and Jeez. it's like i can't i get why they're weird i get why they're not together you know dude that's because that's got to be betrayal your wife being looking at you and being like yeah, I uh, just no. completely kicking him away from the kids, like especially something he didn't do. Like, man, yeah. that's, so that's some wild yeah. stuff. That's, yeah, so there's all that, and then, man, I forgot about your older sister with four kids. With yeah. man, first kid at seventeen, crazy. And then you have a younger brother who has uh, autism. On yeah. top of that, shout out who, who your mom? Shout out Justin, <laughs> who your mom, you know, is trying to raise, and your dad is trying to raise, and like on top of everything else going on, that's just a crazy life. So. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for like, you know, getting through all this stuff and and, <laughs> yeah. and persevering some way or another, you know? I Future's mean Future's bright, bro. For sure. A lot of crazy stuff. And then your mom got sick in the middle of all that too, which is yeah. Y'all y'all have been through it and more. So <laughs> shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate it. Well, let's uh let's move on to some 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 brighter topics. Positive. Here. Yeah, some more positive stuff or it's at least here. funny stuff. So Ooh, I'm lit. I know you were talking about you got some crazy relationship stories oh and God. some crazy college stories. Oh so, God, um, what time is it? We got it's probably like twenty minutes, so we can spend two the stories. Next, or we can just talk for like another. Hey, I don't want us to go on, you know, for like no too facts. too long. Cause I want you to come back and we'll talk yeah, about more. more. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, let's just let's just go with two stories, oh one from God. each, best one you yes, got. Yes, yes, or maybe first of me. Since I'm a uh, guest, I go first. You go first. You? I don't really have too many crazy stuff. I, I, I'm I'm a low key guy. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I know you, Alex. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't lie. I, I know that's there. Don't do it. I haven't. I haven't thought about it. Honestly, I wanted. I wanted you to to tell your story. Maybe, stories maybe it'll pop up something in your mind next time. I got you next time. This man. <laughs> but uh, so I didn't know this was. I was being interviewed. No, you're right. You're right. My fault. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> but if uh, something reminds me of something, I'll, I'll tell you about it. But go ahead. You. What you got? So, um, relationship story. So throughout high school, I've throughout middle school, throughout elementary school. <laughs> I've been what you, what a lot of people call a hoe, I guess. Mm. Um, and uh, shout Speak out my squad it. who calls me a hoe every time Sam. <laughs> but you've always been time, a ladies man. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Player. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Basic. This. Oh my god. So first of all, this first story, I'm gonna make it quick because this it happened quick. Okay. So we're in, we're in uh, seventh grade, right? I'm dating this uh, girl named Zenobia, right? It's a crazy and, name. Yeah, it is. She's crazy, crazy gal. <laughs> Dope, though. But uh, we, um, basically, we were dating, right? And um, I was hoeing. And mm. there was this. No While you were dating girl. her? No, but, like, oh, I was okay. flirting. I was always flirtatious, right? So in that <laughs> age, is it, you know, I guess. <laughs> now you maybe don't, uh, don't ask me. Right, don't right, ask right. Me. But we, we made out in, like, in, at the locker room. Or not, not locker room, at the lockers. You remember Booth? There were lockers outside and by, yes. by the classes. God, it's been so long since I've been there. But yes, yes it has, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm old, bro. <laughs> but uh, we were, we we made out by the locker room 
or by the lockers and then i went to class and then after class this other girl um was talking to me and then like i made out with her bruh and like and then uh <laughs> obviously she find find she found out because you know especially here stuff goes around fast Definitely. and uh small, then small town <laughs> then uh she started dating this other guy and then um she came back to me and was and like made out with me and then so basically she cheated on him so she was just basically going around like this going is crazy. happening in middle school yeah seventh grade this is crazy seventh grade bro this is crazy and uh that was just that one time i don't but think i kissed a girl till i was in like ninth don't grade. do this i'm making you feel bad no <laughs> i think you're lying that's what i think it was eighth grade hmm. i think huh you think time kind of all <laughs> right, right together now anyways no, right. continue that's crazy <laughs> but uh then uh more recent there's this girl who um I'm not going to say her name. Yeah, don't say that. Because she's still got life to live, for real, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about, but don't, don't say that. I know, yeah, yeah. But if she watches this, it'll be bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> where uh, she played basketball. Okay. And uh, we uh, were... How recent is this? Within the last year or two? 11th grade. So, she was in 10th. Oh, she was a year younger than me. So two or three years. Got yeah, it. Right. So, uh... We were in um, on a golf cart because, you know, Peach City golf carts. And uh, it was late, late. It was probably like 12, 11, okay. you know. Okay. And uh, we were just on a golf cart going at it, right? And then all of a this sudden, man. I look left. This man. And I see a shadow. And I'm like, it's walking towards us. And I'm obviously nervous, right? My black instincts are like, go, run. And then um, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> But she, uh, <laughs> then I'm like, yo, who is that? And then she looked. And then all of a sudden, it's her mother. Oh? And I'm like, oh, my God. No. And she was like, who are you? Because she didn't know me at the time. She knows me now because I play basketball whatever. And uh, I was like, Josh? <laughs> I was so nervous. And she was like, shaking. Olivia, Ch- get off that. Oh, I said her name. God dang it. Bruh. Olivia, you know, you know you were there. And uh, <laughs> she... <laughs> I'm not cutting that. Yeah, either. yeah. No, don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> we getting real. And uh okay. she like basically like her mother was like, follow me. And like she wanted me to basically like go with her too inside the house. Cause we were like oh, in her neighborhood. Okay. okay. And then um I skirted out of there. You get you you got me messed Miss up. Miss me with that. Miss me, bro. I took off. Mm-hmm. And uh that that was a crazy time. So what uh, did anything ever come of that? Uh I met her, um her mom in daylight. At oh. before a game, because like the girls played before, yeah, yeah, and it was so like cringy, bro. It made you like, mm. like she saw me, she was like, oh, Josh, I remember you, bro. Oh my god, that's got to be mad uncomfortable, bro. I was like, bro, you were doing this shit as a high schooler. That's crazy, bro. People live different lives. Man. You want a that's, college that's story? What the beauty part of this, real quick. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Give me a college story, bro. So as long as it's not too off the rails. It's not. It's not. Okay. Okay. Not. Um, I got some college stories. It's your turn. No, no. Don't try to it. do this to you me. You got it. You got Give it. Give me a story. Dude, right, I, I'm listening. I won't be able to just sit here and like try to recall a time. No, you said, um, oh, I got some college stories. What I does do, that mean? But I'd have to really like think of one to tell you. Um, so how about I'd, I'd have to premeditate it and like think about which one I want to tell because there's so many I got to like. You re- I'd have to remember. You talk about your party? Uh, No. Huh. Next time. Huh. Right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, that was a fun fine. Time. I'll, I'll uh, tell my what's your what's your college story? What's your college story? So uh, shout out Allie too. It's one of my homegirls for real. For sure. Um, we she threw a this is recent. This is like uh, months ago. Okay, okay, okay. And she threw a like new house party, right? Right. 
and um she uh invited all the close people right her group and we were having fun right there were there was like uh some stuff that you know For going sure. on say no more you know they were obviously drinking yeah. got it getting crazy you know got they it. were drinking some it was weird okay okay it was weird bro but uh pass forward <laughs> people uh my brother debo i i think you've met debo maybe the dark one is debo shout out Debo. that's a crazy way to describe <laughs> him but okay but uh debo if i he, saw his face i'd probably recognize right him. anyways debo was gone right mm. and i was the driver right okay and i was mr responsible yeah oh, right right well, kind of borderline you know, right <laughs> yeah we'll call it that and um he was like stumbling right he had his shirt off for some reason and i was like what's going on and then me and like uh my other brother i think aiden or brendan we were carrying him to my car right and he was just tripping outside he was trying to go inside he was like pushing people off him he was like i don't want to go and, like, and he doesn't remember any of this god talked to him yeah yeah and oh my god this story it's, is crazy. it's so bad to see people in that state bro it makes you not want to drink it makes right. you not want to have like and no offense to double, it made it made us not want to even invite him again. Mm. You know, for real. It's about just knowing your limits and like Bro. being. He knows now, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Because he's at Kennesaw, so right. Ooh, chill out. I yeah. hope he knows. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so what happened? We went to. I, I locked him in the back of my car, <laughs> and I went in with him. Right, and uh, he was basically, you know, that drunk slur, just talking like that. Yeah, right? he was doing yeah. all that, and. 20, 30 minutes went by, right? And I'm just talking him down, basically, like, chill out. Like, we're, it's all good. You're good. And then... um, Being a good friend. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And uh, I see cars leaving. That means that people are leaving, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go inside to say bye to Ali. Oh, no. To, you know... And then I'll be back. Don't move. Stay here, don't, right? Don't, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yep. And then uh, right, I went out, this said bye. And then uh, I... Uh, or I didn't say bye. She was asleep and her... And then I said bye to your roommate. And then uh went went down, went out. I look in my back seat. He's like passed out laying down, right? And then like mm-hmm. I look, I open my door and I look in. Throw up everywhere. Everywhere. All in your car. Everywhere. And and you know my car. Yep. Nice car. I I wanted to beat the fluff out of him, bro. Bro. I have a mess issue of like Oh, I know. You you know it. So I don't I hate when there's stuff where it shouldn't be. So throw oh up in God. my car, bro. You would lose it. You would lose it. I don't care if he's blackout drunk. I'd beat the shit out of him for throwing up in my car. Don't I say, say that, that on camera. I say that, but I probably... Don't say Listen, I, I say that, but in, in all seriousness, I probably wouldn't. Right. But I, I would pissed. be really, really upset. Gone, bro. Yeah. But so, obviously, I'm pissed, right? And right. we're we're in... Uh, oh, we're in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Mm. So we're, we're far from... Even better. Where, <laughs> even better. Where it goes down at. Right. By Georgia State, right? For real, where it goes down, that bro. For real. Okay. But, all, right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Relax. <laughs> <But> basically, <laughs> we uh, I get in the car and we're heading home, right? Mm-hmm. And he like we're on the expressway, and he wakes up a little bit. I'm like, I don't, don't, don't even talk to me for real. He don't know what's going on, right? <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, you got to, you got to know you threw up or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I, he's gone. He's definitely gone. He's, it's getting worse, mm-hmm. and we get to his crib because I'm dropping him off. And like I open the door and he's not moving, right? And like like he's gone, like sleeping. And then like I like he's huge. I don't know if you yo you haven't. Devil is huge. I probably have strong as fluff. Big okay. Nigerian. He's Nigerian. How much did he have to drink? At I that don't know. Body type. Because they were. I was saying they like were that. drinking like they had like weed drinks. It was weird, bro. Oh, 
like THC infused something, drinks? something. And they okay, they were never, they were gone. Uh, okay. They were gone too, yeah, yeah. dude. So he you, he might have had that. I don't know if he did or not. Because I was I kept going. I had phone calls, so I was upstairs okay. a lot. God. And I pick him up. Right, I'm I'm pouring water like his head. <laughs> His head's out of my car like this because he's huge. And I'm yeah. trying to get him out this car, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm strong, but, like, that's a different that's level a big guy, guy right? bro. Yeah. So I'm pouring water on his face. Like, ah, ah. He trips out and falls out the car, right? And his driveway, like, he lit, it, like, goes down, right? So I stop his body from rolling. And then, like, I, like, I'm like, bro, stop being, a, you know, a little pee. Pick him <laughs> up, bro. So I, I end up, like, getting him to where, like, it's like a hug, you know? But he's dragging his feet because he has no mm-hmm. movement, right? Right. And I'm just dragging him down this long driveway. That's, like, it might have taken probably, like, 10 minutes. To me, it took an hour. And I kept, like, putting him down. I'm like, bro, get yeah. up. Bro, trying those, to wake him up. Those are the type of nights and situations it where gets you, worse. like, it gets worse? Worse. Damn. But, like, even that alone is just like, all right, not doing that type of thing again. It made yeah. me not want to talk to Debo. It made me not want to go to parties. It made me not want to so, drink. So what else? What else? Oh, my God. So this is insane. So we like his like he his parents are wealthy, right? They're like doctors, right? Okay. And um so his house is huge. They have like Teslas, stuff like that. Okay, okay. So I lean him on a Tesla, right? Cuz I'm cuz the garage is closed and yeah, like yeah. the way he gets in is through the garage with the code. I don't know his code, right? Of course. So you're going to have to try to get it from I, him. And I'm trying to like get his phone. I'm like, "Hey, Debo." And he wakes up, like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "What's the code?" And he's like, "As as I'm like, devil, come on, like something, bro. And then I call his, because I had his sister on Snapchat, I think, yeah. And she's, like, younger. She's, like, uh, two years younger than us at the time. We're in college, so she's probably, like, senior or something. And I'm, like, trying to text her, right? And then I'm like, bro, she's not responding. She's probably asleep. Probably, bro. It was, like, 3 a.m. Oh, yeah, she was 2 a.m. Yep. And we, uh, we went, I went to the front door, right? And right when I'm about to, like, ring the doorbell, I hear a splat. I hear like a fall and i'm like oh my god i go back his lips bleeding i'm like bro it does get worse and then no um way right when you think because like in my mind i'm like i don't know what to do right. i've never been put in this situation oh my god the garage opens good and, and i'm like but at that point it would have been a you take the l but good picture this though nigerian parents real nigerian like like yeah, from Nigeria for real. Yep, and, uh, and then, I have some um, <laughs> African friends. <laughs> Bro, his m- dad comes out, and I, I I've met them, but I've never really like for real. And I'm like shaking, right? Because I'm also not sober as well either. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god. And then he's like, oh Debo, call nine one one, call nine one one. And I'm tripping. I'm like, oh, okay, 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 okay. He was like, has he been drinking? And I was like, yeah, uh, yes, yes. I just, I just, I was like, I right, like at this point. And then uh, his mother comes out, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then uh, she's like, they're like, I help his father drag Debo in the garage. And then his sister comes down, and I'm like, and then she, his mother's yelling to call 911. And then time fast forward, they're asking me questions on what happened, blah, blah, blah. And they know me. They're like, hey, Josh, they know I'm Josh. And um, I hear sirens, right? And I'm like, oh, God, because I'm nervous. Oh, bro. And then they pull up. There's like. Three cop cars, an am, a ambulance, um, and then uh, they come down and like I got nervous because like the, one of the cops came down. They're like, I was like, that's my car. Do you need me to move it? And it was like on the top of the driveway. And I was like, they were like, yeah. And then I run up and like I'm getting in my car. And then a cop's like, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, so I no, stop. I freeze, bro. right? And I'm, I'm. This is all real. 
I freeze. And then I was like, he told me to move my car. He's like, I okay. And I'm like, God, I'm not on news yet. And then yeah, um, I was gonna say, as a young black man, that I understand why you yeah. froze. You know, Jesus. I move my car. Blah blah. blah. Time fast forward. Cause I know the story's long. We uh, he goes in the hospital. They're questioning me, and I told him that he's been drinking because at this point, like they're like doing CPR trying to wake him up. And um, at this point, I'm like, I want him to live. So if it means, cause you know, never snitch on homies. But if it means you live for real, for sure. Especially now knowing what I know, but. Um, right. Because if you just so anybody who knows, if you go to a hospital and you're drunk or something, and something's hurting or like you feel like you're going to die or something, you don't get in trouble for drinking. If you're underage, for real, you don't. Uh, I've uh, never drank no. underage, so hmm. I don't know about that. No, dead ass, dead ass. No, I'm serious. OK. Right. Like for real, for real. That's actually but, dope. Anyways. But uh, we that's I, interesting. I didn't know that. The parents follow the ho- uh, the ambulance to the hospital. Um, I followed them and I'm just I'm like, what type of night? We're supposed to have fun, and then I, go to I get hospital. What you're saying now about like not wanting to, bro, you know. And he's like, I'm waiting with his sister for about an hour in the waiting room, and then we go to the room, and the parents come out, and then I'm there for about two hours talking to his sister, just looking at Debo, just out on the ambulance, mm. on, out on the stretcher, whatever. He Jesus, uh, wakes up a little bit. Sounds traumatic, bro. Bro, it's uh, Debo. I'm such a good friend. <laughs> I had to dress him. Dress him. He was naked. Obviously, you know the gown stuff. That oh, right, right, right. He mm. was naked, right? Because mm. he had throw up on his clothes. Mm. Mm. I had to dress. I had to help a doctor dress him or nurse dress him. Debo, that was. You're a real one. For I'm this. a real one for you. You're that, a real bro. one for this. But basically, that he's good now. He's in Kennesaw, living his life. He's got a scar here. Shout out to him. Bit. Oh, from the lip. From him, busting his lip. Know. What did you just fall on his face? I guess because I I lifted him on a Tesla, right? And yeah. I'm like, bro. And he like kind of had legs to build. I'm like, oh, he's waking up. So I went to go ring the doorbell. Bang. So, Debo. So, so what happened at the hospital? Was he okay? Was it just alcohol poisoning? What they, was said he, they said uh, he was dangerously high. They said if I didn't um bring, like, because my like instinct OD? at first wasn't to drop him off. It was like, okay, let him sleep in a car. I'll sleep in a car with him. We'll just, you know, wait till he wakes up. I'm glad I did what I did because yeah. they said if he didn't come to the hospital, like he uh, might have died. Jesus. Bro. I don't know if Debo knows this. He might have died. That's what they said. They're like his alcohol level was w- like extremely high. So I'm, I'm guessing these drinks, which sound dangerous as fuck, by the way, are <laughs> it's probably alcoholic and then infused with THC or whatever. Yeah, or and if you yeah. when you ingest THC, mm-hmm. whether you eat it or drink it, it has a much greater effect than if you smoke it. So I didn't know that. If he had that much and he was that cross. I don't know if he did for real. That's what I'm saying. I don't right, know. Don't really I'm, know. I'm assuming he did. If, if that's what it was, yeah, that makes sense why he was dangerously. Holy. You know, so you got to really know and understand, like, what you're doing when you do party and yeah. stuff like that. Like, geez, that's and then uh, I've, I've never had anything close to that type of experience. Real quick. So to finish the story why, out. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Sorry. I didn't mean No, that. no, no. You're that's fine. So, yeah. Just it's quick. So basically I. They said he can come go home. It's about 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Oh, at so this they, point. they didn't keep him overnight? Uh, No, because uh, he started like, they were like, yeah, he's good. He be- he became good. Yeah, he started I helped uh, carry the doc, the him to the little wheelchair. They roll him in. Then the parents are like, uh, I was like, do you want me to follow you to your house to help him get you, get him inside? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. And then I follow him, them home, blah, 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 help him carry with his dad to inside the house. 
Mm. Then they're like, I was like, I'll check on him. I'll call you guys, whatever. And then uh, that was that. Have you hung out with him since? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So he, uh, we're, we're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and when did you say this? Was? This was in college. You said a couple months ago. Probably beginning of probably uh, like four, five months ago. Damn, man. Yeah, dude. That is a crazy. I think crazy. Yeah, yeah, like four or five yeah. months ago. No, any stories I have are like way watered down compared to that. So you don't have any you want to tell? I will next time. I will. Okay. Next okay. Time. Okay. But okay. Dude, that's because like I can't follow that up. You know what I mean? So that's great. Let me, yeah. let me check if got anything else on the docket here. Um, that's, it's been fun, bro. This has been a great time. I'm, I'm glad. Did uh, you think it would be this fun? Be honest. I did. I genuinely oh, did. Oh, wow. Because I knew you had a lot to talk about and stuff. So. Rar. Rar. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend that didn't happen. No, real real quick. Alex said some wild stuff at the game last night. All right, relax. It was wild all, all stuff. in the heat of fun and jokes. But wild. we got to wrap this up. So... <laughs> Hey, man, Josh, thanks for coming, bro. This was a lot of fun. We'll definitely have you on again. Thanks for having me. Probably in a couple months. Great stories, man. Hella fun. Uh, If you guys enjoyed, be sure to share it, like it, comment, let us know what your favorite part was, and all that good stuff. And we will see you all in the next one. Peace.